Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Our Three Cents, a podcast about, quite simply, the very best video games. My name is Jonathan Dunn and I am joined by my childhood friend, Chris Dow. Animals! And my adulthood friend, Minty Booth. Crossings. And we love Animal Crossing. <laughs> Set him up, <laughs> knock him down. <laughs> So we tend to record these episodes a little bit in advance. So when we release the episodes, they're not maybe quite in sync with what we're actually playing in real life at that time. Now, we decided to make a bit of an exception because we could not wait to talk about Animal Crossing with each other and discuss it with everybody else who's playing. So we thought we would get together. This is three days after its release and talk a little bit about our experience so far with Animal Crossing New Horizons on the switch oh boy <laughs> it's it's certainly what can only be described as a game it's quite something we thought we'd start a little bit by talking about our own personal sort of history with the series ranging from deep and devoted to animals do what now <laughs> starting with chris can you please tell us a little bit about what your history with animal crossing is and why you love it so much animal crossing is a game i've mentioned in several episodes like it yeah it came up in our mental well-being special it came up in our recent patreon exclusive episode if anyone wants to check that out it's over in our in our patreon website but it's yet to actually feature on any of our lists formally and i think that will certainly change in the future i don't think that's a, a big uh, a big surprise to most people that know us now animal crossing is a game that i played to death across both the ds entry wild world and the 3DS entry, New Leaf, especially. And they're games that always seem to arrive for me at like formative junctures in my life. So Wild World was during college, the period of life sort of post-sixth form where I didn't know what I was doing. I'd gone through my first kind of adult breakup. I was just a bit stuck. And at first, when I picked it up and started playing it, it didn't seem that there was that much to do in the game. But then as I continued to do what was there, I found that I was doing that for the best part of a year. <laughs> so it, it clearly got its hooks into me in some way. And I remember at the time, um, Gary Cutlack, he's a, he's a journalist who used to write for Sega Saturn magazine. Yeah, I remember the name. And his website at the time, like this was back in mid-2000s, 2005, 2006, it must have come out. He was obsessed with Wild World. And I remember in kind of his review of it at the time, which was a huge factor in me importing the game, he wrote... It's not much of a game. It doesn't test your skills. It's just like keeping a diary or remembering to have breakfast. <laughs> and then said, Animal Crossing is just a simple little thing you have to do and do every day. It's just like your kettle. It's simple, but you'd be fucked without it. <laughs> <laughs> that has defined how I've played Excellent. Animal Crossing ever since. Yeah. Because at that stage, like with Wild World, it became something I did do almost daily. Yeah. And I found that it made me feel better no matter what else was happening in my life. Yeah, and and I think Animal Crossing like it, it cemented itself for me as a series I was always going to take note of because it felt so different to all other games, and like the original Animal Crossing on the GameCube, which I, I didn't really play, I've only sort of played in in hindsight, arrived around the same time as The Sims did on the PC. Ah, uh, yeah, and and both I think seemed to tap into something similar that it was like an attempt to engage a wider demographic of players by presenting a pretty blank canvas really and just letting you make of it what you wanted. Now, when New Leaf arrived on the 3DS, again, this was years on, I was juggling a job at the time in, in care. I was doing my teacher training at the same time. And that meant that I was essentially working long hours, pretty much seven days a week for months. And it was absolutely brutal. But again, New Leaf gave me like some sort of daily clarity, whether I could afford it three hours or whether I could afford it 10 minutes. And incredibly, like I, I honestly, I, I can't speak highly enough just of the timing of this release now. In 2020, New Horizons has dropped into our laps during a global pandemic. Yeah. And, and I truly believe that it will be Animal Crossing that will help me, certainly, but lots of people 
get through this. Yeah, I absolutely, absolutely agree. I mean, like you, I started with Wild World on the DS and continued with New Leaf on 3DS. And I must have put, I mean, goodness knows how many hundred hours into it because it was became part of my life. It became a daily ritual to check in. There was always a reason to, to jump back in and just see what was going on, even if it was just to sort of scour the shores and see what had washed up that day. And like the more I played it, the more it drew me in, the more joy I found in it. And particularly with New Leaf, when playing online with other people became a lot easier. You didn't need to have like a little dongle or something like that that you mm. needed to with like the original DS. Like New Leaf then became so great just to be able to sort of go and explore other people's houses and go to other people's villages. And I think me and you managed to sort of log on and play with each other, Chris, during that time. And, yeah. you know, that slow satisfaction of building your village and customizing it to sort of getting it how you like it, filling the museum and uh, collecting furniture, developing the buildings in your town. It was just absolutely wonderful. And like you said, the timing of New Horizons could not be more perfect. It's almost as if the two events were designed <laughs> to coincide, which I'm sure they haven't been, but I'm, I'm thrilled that it's come out now. And uh, yeah, my mood has lifted significantly after going sort of like a week in self-isolation to then getting Animal Crossing. It's really, really helped. And I think it will continue to help. Uh, whilst we're recording this, my wife is downstairs playing. Good. And uh, so it's, it's, it's lovely that, that she's involved uh, as well. <laughs> Minty, you have a slightly different relationship with Animal Crossing. Yes, none. <laughs> I think this is the first Animal Crossing game I've ever really it's the first one I've owned I think I played Happy Home Designer for about 10 minutes oh yes so that's my history with it <laughs> I'm happy for the next however long to become my history with it lovely oh. lovely I'm just so glad that you're joining us on that. And I'm so glad that so many other people are enjoying it as well. Like I, I logged on to play it the other day and it said like 10 of my friends were online and all of them apart from one were playing Animal Crossing. Who was the one? Name and shame. His name's Daff Weeks and he was playing Rocket League. Oh, so, oh, oh Daff. I mean, I like Rocket League, but it's no Animal Crossing, is it? <laughs> Not to name and shame, actually, but seriously, man, sort it out. <laughs> but it is so wonderful to see so many people playing it and to be able to talk with so many of my friends who are playing it, especially during a time, like we've said, where actually there isn't much else for people to do right now. I mean, one thing I think Animal Crossing has always done really well, and this was always my argument with people for the last almost decade have been saying <laughs> it should be like a free-to-play mobile game, mm. is that... Animal Crossing is about having a level of patience and, and a level of delayed yeah. gratification because by having that, by making you actually wait for stuff, like over this weekend, for anyone that's been playing since launch, the first few days will be the time that you're essentially waiting for certain buildings to pop up in your town. And the sense of glee when the museum first opens, for instance, like after three, four days, you will just shit. Like it's, <laughs> it's the most exciting thing. Yeah. And, and this is coming from someone that has played several games to date. So I understand how this works, but it's, it's having to actually wait for something and labor over something is very, very different than what Pocket Camp, the mobile spin-off, tried to do, which was essentially saying, oh yeah, you can wait or it's two quid and it can be done now. Yeah. And I think as, as soon as you add that extra level of, of um, like economy to a game, 
it takes away so much of what the point of Animal Crossing was, I think. Yeah, just to slow down, take it at a, yeah. a gentle pace. And like you said, delayed gratification. It, it's meant, I mean, for the last few days, I've literally woke up every morning feeling like it's my birthday. <laughs> and I just I just can't wait just to log on. And because I knew, like, the shop was coming or the museum was coming. Yeah. Or even just, like, I just can't wait to see what, what I can do today. Or what's going to be the hot item at Nook's Cranny today. Or what new random island will I go to? Or what will be on sale? today what new villager will appear in my town will sahara be there with her carpet you know it's like (laughs) and i mean and talking of the museum i had the museum open in my town today which i think is probably the same as you chris and and probably some other people as well and it's very difficult to sum up exactly how it felt because i genuinely think that the museum in this game is one of the most beautiful things that's been created in a video game to date i would agree there's a certain degree of nostalgia to it in terms of you know yep this is the new museum in an animal crossing game but the actual design of it how it looks how it works is so it's so beautiful literally walking through it this morning i cried oh <laughs> i genuinely wept like it looks gorgeous it looks like a museum but like perfect museum i mean partly the fact that it's entirely devoid of people (laughs) and just the way the exhibits are i mean they're just laid out so beautifully and so thoughtfully and there's even just tiny little details like you can see like the filtration systems in the tanks or there's like a, a couple of buckets that have been left over on the side for like feeding them or um there's even like in the insect section there's like a little research lab and they've got like one of one of the butterflies i put in was like being examined in its cocoon in there and it's it's stunning it's utterly utterly stunning and one of my favorite things that i think certainly new leaf did was the 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 little theme that plays when you walk in just a very simple just a little theme just a few notes but then every single room you go in it has a different instrument in the mix yeah and as you walk through and just like a piano will just start playing the theme or like a guitar or like a little wood block will start bringing some percussion and it's just so delicate and the way that my footsteps like echoed around the aquarium with this music and with this nostalgia and seeing like a shoal of fish that I've dedicated and blathers just having a little snooze in the foyer <laughs> it's just oh I, I mean it's words cannot describe how how it made me feel and one of the coolest things that's in there is in the fossil section and you'd said to me chris that uh, you said oh check out the fossil section it's brilliantly <laughs> designed because we're so cool and uh... <laughs> we're both <laughs> in our 30s having a good time yeah and you go through the exhibit and it's great. And then you get to this, the final room of the exhibit and the fossils that I've got lined up. I had like a woolly mammoth and like a saber toothed tiger. And then there's some spaces for some other ones. But then above it is kind of like on the floor. It's almost like a, like a tree, like a family tree and it's branches up. And then on the, the balcony when there's a walkway you can walk behind it there are the silhouettes of the different animals represented in animal crossing and they're above their kind of representative animal in this evolutionary tree so like 
by the mammoth you've got like a rhino and like the elephant and then you go into like the saber-toothed tiger and there's like a cat and like a dog and then you sort of work your way down and it goes all the way through like all the different animals and you've got like a you know the rabbit and a giraffe and a mouse and then you get finally to the end and there's a uh, the monkey and then right on the end there's a gap and if you go and stand there you are then representing a human in that same evolutionary tree and as you stand there a little light just appears above you and illuminates you (laughs) and how on earth do you come up with a design like that i mean the the level of dedication to the design is absolutely outstanding it is something that you would not see from another developer outside of Nintendo. It's very, very special. I, I think like, I want to hear the stuff that Minty's enjoyed as well as a newcomer in a moment. But there's certain bits like this which resonate more because we've played several games before, me and you, Jonathan. Yeah. So it's like, in terms of franchises that have made the jump now from handhelds to the Switch, the polish in this sort of entry for Animal Crossing is incredible like compared to, to the 3DS. And the 3DS looked great. The 3DS game looked really, really good. But but now we've got these little details in, in terms of like the stuff in the museum. You, you've got things like the island having just like a gentle breeze and the trees moving in it. You've got little items in rooms reacting to kind of like a ceiling fan. All this stuff that wasn't possible really or, or certainly wasn't considered back then. Like lighting that's been overhauled and improved so it feels a bit more naturalistic across the whole place. And my favourite little detail so far, I'm, I'm sure lots of people have seen on Twitter the last couple of days, before the museum is open, people were essentially just hoarding animals ready to donate outside the museum doors. <laughs> yeah. And when I was like propping all mine up, I had a just a regular fly, like a house fly. And when you put it out on the floor, instead of being in a, in a little tank or vivarium, it comes out, it's literally just underneath a cup on top of a piece of paper. Oh. And it's, it's, it's such a lovely small detail. Oh, that's wonderful. I haven't seen that. That's wonderful. Like with any of this stuff, it, it doesn't need to be there, but it's it just adds character to every single item in this game. But yeah, Minty, what has your experience been so far? I mean, I'm sure you probably, I mean, yeah, maybe you have cried. Uh, but <laughs> no. But maybe. Oh. So... It took me a couple of days to sort of get the rhythm of the game down, if that yeah. makes sense. Because yeah. like, when I buy a game, I'm, I'm always very excited for it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to play as much as I can and uh, figure out like, the best way to do things and like, try and complete it as quickly as I can. And then, you know, go back and complete it as much as I can afterwards. And that, that kind of quick gratification style of play is basically just not there in Animal Crossing <laughs> yeah. because I was like, okay, well, I've I've uh, I've I've got I've got all the material I need to 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 build my house, so I'm just going to go and they're going to build my house and it's going to be great. And they didn't because uh, you have to wait until the next day. And once I began to realise that it's it's far more of a meditative experience, really, yeah, isn't it? It's absolutely. It's kind of centering. It's grounding. It's it's not about like winning anything, I, I doubt there's going to be a final boss. I don't know. <laughs> but especially in the past couple of weeks when most of us in work have either had to stop going to work or have had to like completely redo production and supply and all the rest of it to meet with demand during self-isolation and worrying if your job's going to be there when all this is over. It's just a really nice and gentle way to just occupy yourself instead of 
just worrying about what's going to come next, really. Absolutely. What are you waiting on at the moment in your game, Minty? Well, I'm waiting for the museum. Oh, my. Which, you know, it's been spoiled now, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm very excited for you to experience it. <laughs> I already have, I feel. Well, yeah. what about you, Chris? What are you currently waiting on? I'm not sure, actually. Like, there's, I know there's a few bits in your town now that I haven't got yet. So so my museum is open. My, my first kind of proper shop is open. I've got other people, like other islanders moving in, I think, in the next day or two. Yeah. So th- things are happening. But I, I think I've, I've been really swept up in just some of the new additions in terms of like the way the Nook Miles system works. Yeah, it's really, really good. And the way the new crafting system works. And it's it's lots of things that I wonder how many people were playing this for the first time, having like had an interest maybe in Animal Crossing, but never come to it before, like Minty. And these are the bits that will actually help make it feel more gamey, yeah. if that makes sense. Because there was a certain level, like I said, like the first time I played Wild World, going right back, I kind of... I shook all my trees, I got my fruit, I sold them to the shop, I did odds and sods, and then kind of just felt like, I don't know what I'm doing now. And and what these systems do in this game now is they give you a reason to play. You can still be as kind of laissez-faire, you can just wander about and do whatever you want, but there's kind of those in-game sort of almost like achievements, which track just little bits and pieces you're doing anyway. And it uses the kind of the rolling Nook Miles Plus, the, there's little kind of targets to go for each day that just endlessly refresh. And they means that if you're ever kind of at a loss for five minutes when you're just waiting for other stuff, it might say, oh, just go and catch five fish or, or or go and just shake a few trees or whatever. And it just, again, it just keeps you kind of interested in a way. And I think that works really, really well. Yeah. I think it's also really nice that, again, as, as someone who's played a lot of these games, I think it takes the good from the crafting system that started in Pocket Camp because it, it gives you a reason to kind of collect materials and actually make stuff, but puts it in that you're actually producing actual bits of furniture and interesting useful stuff for your character yeah and it also takes like the room design abilities from happy home designer that minty mentioned yeah so it gives you like direct control over placement of items and wall spaces and everything else and these are all little small tweaks that have just come organically with the series over the years but they they do sum it up as being similar to when i talked about smash bros however many weeks ago that was animal crossing is like an iterative thing that honestly has got better with every release yeah it's never stepped back certainly in terms of like we're talking about the handheld games exclusively and it's just it's really good and and it makes me really really happy that so many people have bought it and so many people at least seem to be enjoying it at this stage yeah i mean like you said there's it's just it's the little things in there that make it so rewarding i mean i've, I've really been enjoying the crafting like you said, it actually gives some value, some actual value as opposed to just bells to uh, a lot of things that you're collecting. Like all of a sudden, I'm not just being like, right, I'll just do a lap of the island, pick up everything and get to the shop and sell it. It's like, oh, actually, no, I'll I'll, I'll save that. You know, I, I might need these um, clams to make a, a shell bed, mm. which is apparently something I can craft now. <laughs> it would be nice to be able to automatically access your crafting materials from your storage yeah when you're crafting especially if you're crafting like even if it was just when you craft inside your house that would be it would just be quite nice to yeah just save kind of that makes sense going into your stock and coming back out again and also be quite nice to craft more than one item at, at one time just because that comes off on the back of something that i found myself doing quite a lot of which is just going up and down the beach digging up clams and using them to make bait and then going fishing and it'd be nice to be able to sort of go i've got 20 clams make 20 bait yeah, uh, yeah instead of just mashing a but I, I just i love that loop actually of just just making bait going fishing <laughs> head out to the pier 
chuck some bait down, hopefully catch a blue marlin, Ooh. you know, which I did manage to Ooh. do last night. Very exciting. And speaking of fishing, speaking of fishing, my proudest achievement so far is getting the, I can't remember what the nook mile is for it, but it's, there was an achievement for catching, first of all, it popped up saying you've caught 50 fish in a row without one like getting away. And then I saw that the next one was catching a hundred fish and immediately the pressure was on and <laughs> I just like, I, I lasted like about five or six more fish. And then I was like, ah, I just got too twitchy and, and one got away. And I was like, oh, I'm sure I'll get it at some point. I'm sure at some point I'll catch a hundred fish in a row. Turns out I, I did. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I've got that now. So the pressure's off. Like um, I'm, I'm, I'm not terrified every time I, uh, I, I'm trying to reel, reel one in. So yes, I'm quite pleased about that. And and also, one of my favourite uses of HD rumble so far. It's just it's so subtle, but the fact that you can tell when you're reeling a fish in what fish it is by how much it's rumbling. Yeah. Like so, you've got like the maybe like five or six different sized shadows. Yeah. And within that, there's like you know ten, twelve maybe different fish that could be but you know when this is bigger than a sea bass and then you haul out an oar fish or something. Oh my gosh. Although my favourite is when it's a large shadow and it's vibrating, you're reeling it in and I go, this is smaller than a sea bass and it's my personal favourite, red snapper. Oh, just wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. They're all great. So good. So good. But my, my personal favourite thing that I've found in the game so far is, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, when you go to go and fly to another island, you go to the Dodo Airlines and when it's loading, the little Dodo Airlines logo pops up as you hear a plane start up and you hear the engine starting going and as it starts up, the little Dodo in the icon starts to flap its wings. <laughs> yes. It's nice. It is nice. It's nice. And it brings me a lot of joy every time. Every time it's wonderful. I mean, I'm just so excited to see what else is coming next. You know, I'm looking forward to being able to terraform my island mm. and start to make slopes and stuff, even though it's great fun using the vault and the, the ladder to, to climb around and, and, and jump over streams and that. But yeah, it's going to be lovely. Although I have got a very nice little natural formation that happened right at the top of my island on top of the cliff. There's a little heart-shaped pond. Oh, that's very and, sweet. And just behind it, on the very, very far side, the back side of my island, is just a tiny little sort of secret beach. Ooh, set up a little picnic spot. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's exactly, I, I made a little park for uh, for Sammy while she was working today. I put like a, a, a swing set in and a little slide and I put some flowers around it. So I made a little park for her outside of her house. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I set up a little romantic spot on the secret beach and then um, wait wait for her to find that. It's just, it's, it's lovely being able to sort of leave little things like that. And just being able to, oh, I just love it. It's just so great. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I can't. I can't quite take it. It's wonderful. What are you guys looking forward to most coming up? I'm. I'm looking forward to starting to amass more furniture. So I've got kind of like a bit more of a selection to play with. I'm looking forward to uh, a few kind of core characters, like sort of town characters, coming back and, and seeing what their roles are in this game. Oh yeah. That I. I know. Like I've done a little bit of reading that people have said that there's like certain items that are missing in terms of like ones you you remember from old games. At the moment, some of the exotic fruits don't seem to be in there yet. I'm not sure. Yeah. And and some of the characters may be absent or have their roles kind of paired back. But I think if you remember, again, this is from the Patreon special talking about Animal Crossing. 
it could be that some of these things are being rolled in across seasons as Nintendo basically said that this is like an evolving game a bit more than it would be normally so I, I don't think the entire package is is on the cartridge as it were so it, it could be that things are changing over time but aside from that I, I'm just I'm having a great time I just want to play more of it and I, I want to just be in my little island what about you, Menzi? What are you hoping is going to be coming next for the Island of Clog? I have no idea. Like I said, this is my first proper Animal Crossing game, so I'm just looking forward to whatever happens. <laughs> Wonderful. I can't wait, and I can't, I can't wait to see how both of your islands develop. It's just going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> So there we have it. Hopefully you've enjoyed this little discussion that we've been having about Animal Crossing. If you are also playing Animal Crossing New Horizon or just any game in general and you just want to chat to us about Animal Crossing or any other games, then please do find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash our three cents. You can also reach out to us individually. I'm on Twitter at Jonathan Dunn. I'm at Chaz underscore Hodges. I'm at Clement underscore Boo. And really do hope that you join us next time for a normal full episode and in the meantime I hope you are staying well keeping safe and being happy 